The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're also brought to you by the Golf Gambling Podcast's TaylorMade Stealth 2 Driver Giveaway. Head over to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash driver to enter today before the big drawing on Sunday, April 8th. And we're also brought to you by Baseball Money is Fake, our fantasy baseball podcast. Join Blake Meyer and myself three times a week and get all the player breakdowns and statistical data you need to dominate. Everybody. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the sports gambling podcast network. My name is Talent. Oh, I just about fell over. I'm I'm off I'm off balance because I got so much fucking money in my pocket, baby. Holy fuck! Oh shit! Did we just start recording now? Or are we recording before? We're recording now. All right, we're good. My name is Talent Jenkins. I'm joined with our host. We got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing today? I'm doing good. I just panicked there a little bit because my mic came unplugged as you were. Uh... Doing the countdown before the show, but I'm doing good. Good weekend betting wise. Uh, I, I know you had a good weekend betting wise, as you just alluded to there. Good, good weather weekend. We got baseball, we got hockey, we got everything going on now. So it's it's been a good weekend for me. Terrible weekend betting wise for me. <laughs> uh, absolutely miserable. Um, but it's it's been fun, you know. Easter, spent a lot of time with the family and all that. Uh, haven't watched uh, any hockey really since Thursday. Um, so. Yeah, that's good getting a break there. But uh, the betting um, on the golf, we can get into that. Um, yeah, it's it was uh, not not a nice weekend. So last year, I bet Romp, Scheffler, McElroy not to win at minus five hundred, and of course, fucking Scheffler blew me out. I did the same thing this this weekend, <laughs> minus two forty five, <laughs> so twice as good odds. Did the same thing, doubled down, and of course. Uh, Rom one. I went from mass straight to the bar, rushed over there to see uh, that fucking fat Spanish guy eating sandwiches, big fat gut, hanging out in his pink <laughs> shirt. Oh man, he just crushing Kepka. Man, it, it was a rough, rough go there. But uh, yeah, that's the way she goes. Um, yeah, I like the guy though. I can't, I can't be too mad at Rom. He's one of my, one of my favorites. It's just, uh, it's tough this year. Like I'm losing so much money on golf because I don't. I don't bet these guys under 10 to 1. So, like, last year, last few years, it's like 20, 30, 40 to 1 guys. I bet a handful of those, and it usually comes out all right over the course of the season. But this year, it's like fucking Rom wins. McElroy wins. Or maybe he didn't win, but he's always in the mix. And then uh, Scheffler wins. It's it's ridiculous. Like, man, it's so fucking chalky this year. It's it's tough going. So, uh, hopefully, uh, some of the uh, other guys start showing up or these guys start slowing down. But either way... Golf is not not doing not treating me well at all, but I'll I'll let you uh, wank <laughs> off there, Todd. <laughs> Hell yeah! So I was gonna say this whole time, speak for yourself, bro. I have been just we should we should just be the golf podcast. We've just been fucking killing golf. I don't even know what I'm doing in hockey. I'm getting fucking rinsed, bro. It's been unreal. What a fucking Masters! In total, in total over the four days, I had 89 bets. 89 fucking bets. I just count tallied them all up. It's absolutely unreal. 52 uh, before the tournament, and then just a shitload of live bets after that. Man, it was a great weekend. Johnny Rom got it done for me. Brooks Kepka, 
plus 5,000 for a, for a top finish, not including Rom, uh, Scheffler, or McElroy. You know what? I was worried because obviously he tied for second with Phil Mickelson and shit because Phil just decided to turn back the clock 25 years and shoot fucking six under on a Sunday. Absolutely unreal to see the lefty. That's my boy. Uh, but yeah, and you know what? Shout out the score bet. We could actually do this now because instead of just giving me a push, they paid me out 500 bucks when it should have been $1,000 uh, just because he was tied for second. So, you know, that could have gone either way. They could have easily just pushed and gave me the 19 bucks back, but at least I won the 500 on that. And then, of course, I had Rom. I had props out the asshole. Thagala is top rookie. Or uh, top, what is it, debutant, I guess. Well, Sam Bennett fucking... Is it Sam Bennett? Was that the guy's name? Yeah. Some, uh, not the hockey Sam Bennett. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. The golf Sam Bennett, who, who apparently played uh, 36 holes today in Aggieland, like a college tournament, carrying oh, his own shit. fucking bag. So well, college, yeah. Going from the Masters. Caddy. Yeah, going from the Masters to doing that. It's wild. That's wild. I'm sure bro. he didn't do too well, but uh, of course, uh, you, you can't really bet gas. on college golf. Yeah, but uh, he ended up shitting almost all over himself. So Thagala came through for me. I had I hit big on you know three top or three live guys in the top ten: Patrick Reed, Mickelson, uh, Kapka. That was good. Mikey Weir, baby, Mike Weir on day one. I was plus four hundred to shoot. Uh, I think it was like under. No, sorry. It's to shoot below one over. So he fucking hit that. He was right on par. Uh, Phil Mickelson to stick his first tee shot on the 12th uh, on the 12th green uh, within 10 feet. That was paying off like plus like 350 or something. Guy put it in five fucking feet, yo. Just because these old fucks come back and they, yeah, they're playing live and shit. Like, doesn't mean they know the way around Augusta. Look at Freddie Couples. Freddie Couples makes the cut every year. The guy's like 90 years old for Christ's sakes, man. So anyways, I'll leave it there. It was an unreal Masters tournament. I had a hell of a lot of fun. I was sweating it out. It was a great time. I had a great Sunday. I had a great Saturday. Saw John Wick 4 over under on body count. And that movie's like a jillion. So go see that. It was absolutely fucking sick. But I'm fired up. And the Leafs just won, baby. Top it all off. And I'm going to fucking Portugal tomorrow. That's pretty sick, too. Uh, a lot going on in the world here. All right, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website. That's the place to be, man. Tons of cool stuff going on. Uh, sports, playoffs, initial playoffs are here in like a week. I can't believe how fast the season's gone by. That's incredible. NBA's in the same boat. Golf just had the Masters. I think we had the RBC Heritage Open coming up, so uh, that's going to be sick, too. Uh, what else is going on? Baseball. Ryan, what's going on in the world of baseball here? Anything cool? Yeah, yeah but base, I mean, nothing really cool. Baseball started. we got baseball season <laughs> going off now. As NHL playoffs begin next week, so it's a, it's a big time for me. Right on, man. Glad to hear everybody's doing that. Uh, NASCAR is doing its thing. Formula One's doing its thing. There's tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Uh, XFL, USFL starting up soon. Let's go Breakers, baby. Uh, you can find all that information at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Read the articles. A lot of effort goes into those articles, man. I imagine the boys got some stuff coming up here for playoffs or whatnot. Uh, and listen to the other shows. Baseball Money is Fake. Ryan's other show. Everybody puts in a lot of effort, man. So go check that out. Uh, and then shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Lots of people in the Discord. Shout out to the, uh, shout out to the, uh, what was it? What do we call ourselves? The fucking Masters Playoff Boys, the MPO Boys. We had a good run. It was looking like it was a little bit close, but Brooksy shit all over himself. So shout out to all of our friends in the Discord. Uh, shout out to the MPO Boys as well. We'll get to the next major. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I forgot about that until, until the end. I was looking at my bets. But yeah, shout out, shout out Discord. Always a great time in there. SG.pn slash Discord. And shout out to everyone leaving us a five-star rating and review. And of course, just subscribing, turning on that auto-download on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. We're seeing us uh, move up the charts here. And it's all, all thanks to you guys. So just keep doing what you're doing and we'll keep doing what we're doing. 
right, we're going to move into lock dogs and totals from last show here that we were all together. I imagine you guys went through this a little bit, and this was a while ago, so you don't got to spend too much time. Uh, Jolie had a great goal. He was 2-1, up 2.29 units. Ryan was 2-1 as well, up 1.74 units. Leafs fucked me. I'm down. I was 1-2, down 2.09 units. Uh, Jolie, kick us off here. I honestly don't remember shit about any of these games, uh, except for the Canadians one, because we, we talked about this bad beat when uh, it was like 1-1 halfway through the game, and then the uh, Capitals had a power play, and then the Habs scored two short-hand goals, so that fucked that one. I have zero recollection of the others. Uh, Sabres, I, they beat the Red Wings, I think, maybe? Oh, yeah, that no, was a like crazy 7-6 yeah. game. Okay, okay, it's coming back. And the Blues, plus 155, who are they playing? That was Rangers overtime. Mm. Okay, so I got a bit lucky there, I guess. Uh, like I said, I don't, I don't remember shit about this. Uh, the last month in hockey's just been a blur, uh, losing money, but uh, at least I came out on top in the in the bet, best best for this week. Yeah, that game, uh, Tarasenko got my goal point power play point and I called out there, so I was good. My, my lock was good too. The Islanders minus one fifteen against the Lightning there. Um, yeah, uh, I think that line was up to minus one fifty by by puck drop. I think Elliot was in on a back to back. So that was easy. My dog, Wild, plus 115 against the Penguins. Uh, Penguins showed up for this one in, in, at home, so they took that one. My total, though, Hurricanes, Predators, under 5.5 at plus 100. I think there was a 3 uh Predators win, which was surprising. But either way, still 2-1, uh, plus 1.74 units. All right, for myself, for my lock, money line, I had Leafs uh, plus 130 versus the Bruins. They were up one nothing until like eight minutes left. Uh, Boston scored, and then Boston got it done in overtime. So that could have gone either way, but uh, Leafs shit the bed for me. Uh, for my dog, LA Kings, money line versus Vegas, plus 110. I think LA was out of it the entire game. I think it was like a 5-2 final for Vegas or something like that. Uh, boys played like shit. Uh, then for my total, there's a flip-flop total, baby. Uh, Ottawa, Florida, over seven. Florida had seven goals on their own. I think it was like a 7-2, 7-3 final or something like that. So at least the over came through at minus 110. Yeah, I want to make sure we always have uh, some transparency here. We're not shady, but if you need some shades, why don't you check out Shady Rays? Kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. They offer the most insane protection in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked, with their lost and broken replacements policy. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. All right, here, boys. We got a 10 game slate set for Tuesday, April 11th. One of the last big slates we got of the year here. Uh, 10 games, boys. We ready to go or what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. Moving down to the first game on the docket. What a shit game we got. We got the Columbus Blue Jackets against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philadelphia here. Columbus on the money line sitting at plus 145. Philly on the money line at minus 170. Over under is a six and a half. Overpaying off minus 125. The under plus 105. Rye guy, kick us off here, buddy. What's up in Philly? Can y'all slap the tits off the Jets or what? Yeah, cracking up a cold one here for the Flyers. Cashing my uh under 77 and a half point bets this weekend they're uh they can max out at 75 points if they win out so 
Swatted a bit there, but got that uh, got that under there. For this game, however, I'm going with the over. It's going to be uh, most likely Michael Hutchinson or Elvis Merzlikens for Columbus, both, either either of which, both bad goalies. Uh, the Flyers will likely be Carter Hart. I know he's been battling some sort of injury, but either way, I, I see some open hockey here. Both teams can score a little bit. You got uh, Johnny Hockey coming back to his hometown team here. Both teams have been putting up some goals recently and also allowing some goals. So I like the over six and a half here at minus 125 uh, for a side. You can't lay minus 170 on the Flyers, so you'd have to go with Columbus. But that's just a, a very, very slight lean on that. Just just bet the over for me. So I'm going to be frank here. Uh, I didn't make any <laughs> numbers for these games. Um at this point in the season, just a few games left, uh, you, you can throw out all, all those numbers out the window into the trash because uh, at this point, it's like bowl season in college football. It's all about motivation right now. It doesn't matter what you're playing like uh, 20 games ago. It's a totally different mind state, mindset for these teams right now, whether you're going into the playoffs or whether you're going golfing. Uh, it uh, just depends on your motivation. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a case-by-case basis, honestly. You're not going to learn much by listening to me. You're going to learn a lot more by listening to like beat reporters, listening to podcasts, fan fan state of, of a certain teams. They'll tell you a lot more about how a team's going to approach these games. Uh, I don't have the time to listen to them all, so I'm not going to be able to tell you exactly which team is going to be uh, up for certain games, which players are showing up. Um, that said, I I mean it's it's. Uh, I can't pick a side here, given all that. I mean, minus 170 for the Flyers, obviously they're the better team. But uh, in, a, in, a, in a, a crazy thing like this, uh, is this the Flyers' last home game, Ryan? Um, I believe it is their last home game, yes. They finished okay, in well, Chicago. That, that definitely uh, adds some, something there for the for the Flyers. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to pick a side here. But I will go with the over 6.5. I think this could be uh, – a strange one, a wild one. We know the Blue Jackets are absolutely pitiful in terms of goaltending, whether it's Hutchinson or Merzlikens or, uh, yeah, and as large comes down to their defense as well, just absolutely uh, terrible defending their own end. Meanwhile, the Flyers are, uh, yeah, their their goaltending is hit and miss. Uh, Carter Hardass has some great performances, but uh, their, their, their defense isn't exactly uh, fulfilled. Tortorella's wishes all the time. So I, if anything, I, I would bet the over in this one. Yeah, I'm with you guys in the over in this play here. Uh, whether it is Michael Hutchinson or um, Elvis Merzlikens in that, they've both been absolutely horrible. We were talking about it a little bit before the show. Uh, so the over is very enticing there. And then Carter Hart, I guess Ryan said he's a little injured. And this guy's about to play his 55th game of the year so far. So come on. And let's face it, he's probably been getting peppered with shots against. I'm just assuming that. I'm sure Ryan could touch on that a bit more. Um, but yeah, so I feel like he's probably a little bit worn out here. And then uh, Columbus is just a terrible hockey team. Um, as far as picking a side here i mean dude philly's starting to learn how to lose it only took 70 games to get there but they've currently lost seven in a row uh they need to lose for a better draft pick especially with such a strong draft here uh l or sorry columbus has lost three in a row so both i don't fucking know man what do you pick i guess like i uh, just go with the dog i guess give me the blue jackets a plus 145 here uh I, w- I will not be betting that though but if i had to pick a side that's what i'd be doing uh okay moving down to the 7 p.m time slot Bit of a better game, but not really considering the circumstances. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs, baby, against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Matchup of the first round of the playoffs. Game itself is in Tampa Bay. Uh, Toronto on the money line sitting at plus 100. Tampa Bay on the money line at minus 120. The over-under is 6.5. Over sitting at minus 115. The under, minus 105 here. Jolie, throwing this one to you, buddy. What do you think we're going to see in this game? 
Uh, I have a slightly better read on this one than any of the others, but even still, it's uh, it's it's a mystery. Because obviously these teams are going to be playing each other next week, so it's a matter of who wants to show more cards. Uh, will the Lightning play Vasilevsky? We don't know that yet, but I know that the Leafs won't be playing Samsonov, who actually got peppered today and stood on his head to get their win. Uh, Leafs were definitely the inferior team in that one, and uh, I don't see why they would be too interested in, in winning this game. Meanwhile, the Lightning, they... They need to build some momentum going into the playoffs. They need to prove that they are uh, still the real deal. So, uh, yeah, Lightning at minus 120 is, is I think, the play. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that Vasilevsky starts for this bet. But, um, yeah, if, even if it's not, it's going to be Brian Elliott versus, uh, I think the Leafs have a, they have to do some, like, cap manipulation with uh, bringing in Matthew Nyes. No, yeah. you, you have this. Who's on your bench today? There was like some. Uh, it's a guy in an ATO from the OHL. He's an amateur trial because exactly. they fucking wouldn't let us call up a goal. Exactly. <laughs> so it's either going to be Samsonov after getting uh, peppered tonight and he's going to be tired or it's going to be this guy. So even with Brian Elliott net, I'm not too scared uh, of back in the lightning here at minus 120. I think that they are the team that uh, needs to build some some momentum going to the playoffs. Leafs are, uh, they proved themselves that they are uh, a great team, but uh, the lightning need to. Yeah, they, they need to build out momentum. So uh, I like the Lightning here, minus 120. Don't mind the over six snap, but uh, again, this this could be a crapshoot in terms of uh, which goalie suits up. So so who knows there? But uh, definitely, I, I like the Lightning to win this game at home. Yeah, I completely agree there. I bet the Lightning at a minus 120 here. Leafs just had their Leafs gone on the road now. Uh, one in Florida in overtime. Now bounce now back to back down in Tampa Bay. So Joel just went over the goalie situation. Could be could be iffy, even against Brian Elliott. Uh, Lightning are back home, where it looked like they were gaining some momentum. They they won three in a row at Carolina, then against Washington and the Islanders. Went on the road, lost all that. So I think they're going to look to build some momentum here going into the playoffs. They did just that last season, winning uh, five of their past six games, including beating the Leafs 8-1 to in late April before the playoffs. So Leafs on a back-to-back, already a bad spot. Nothing to play for. Lightning coming off a, a 7-4 loss, 6-1 before that, 6-3 before that. So Lightning are going to want to want to play hard. Leafs are probably pretty satisfied with what they did tonight. So got to take the Lightning here, minus 120. Then for, for a total, yeah, I'd lean to the over, 6.5 six and a half at minus 115. But no bet there for me, just, just the uh, Lightning. I forgot about that 8-1 game. That was uh, madness in terms of all the fights and whatnot. But uh, Matthews did not play in that one, just just a note. I think Braden Point missed it as well. But uh, still, that's a good point in terms of the, uh, the Lightning's uh, motivation for this one because it's the same kind of situation. All right. Everybody and their mums is going to be betting the Tampa Bay Lightning in this the game, mums. okay? And their mums. Everybody's going to be all over the Lightning, and rightfully so. But I'm going against the grain, baby. This is good. This to me, this screams. Ilya Samsonov's going twice in a row. He's gonna get peppered for another 35, 40 shots, and he's gonna let in two or three. And the Leafs are gonna get it done and score four. We're gonna have like a fucking Cali Yarncroft dressed and putting up one and two on his own, or a greasy Kerfoot goal or something stupid like that. Fucking Luke Shen scoring against his old team revenge game here, baby. So I'm liking the Leafs in this game. I love him. I love him so much. And I even like the Leafs in regulation at plus 170, okay? If everybody's going to be going against my boys here, this is still a pride, a team with pride. Now, I'm worried about goaltending. I don't know who's going to be... They could... They, 
fuck, dude, if it was me, I would just do a big fuck you to Gary Bettman and not even dress a goalie and just say, nope, we're playing with six guys all night. You want to have a shitty hard cap? Well, guess what? You want to make a joke of our league where we got to put in amateurs off the fucking streets into the net? Well, hell, we're just not going to put anybody in. So that's what I would do, but I'm not the coach. But uh, either way, as long as the Leafs are playing a goalie, I am taking the Leafs. Oh, maybe if you didn't spend all that money on Matt Murray. (laughs) Oh, yeah, okay. If you didn't spend all that money on Matt Murray, you could dress a goalie. Oh, I don't even care. Yeah, you got nothing. You got nothing. No, the guy's a bandit. He's fucking, he's unreliable. (laughs) You can't have that on your team for anybody. It sucks. And I liked Murray, but that's still. Uh, Anyways, don't got to make this about the least. Let's move on down here. Uh, Oh, yeah, over, under, uh, over, because who the hell is going to be in net? Uh, Okay, 7 p.m. time slot. Buffalo Sabres against the New Jersey Devils. Game itself here is in New Jersey. Uh, Buffalo on the money line sitting at plus 170. New Jersey on the money line sitting at minus 200. Big home favorites here. Uh, Devils on the puck line sitting at plus 125. Over-unders at 7. Overpaying off plus 100. The under at minus 120 here. Uh, We did just see Buffalo play tonight. They beat the Rangers in a shootout. Um, Who's that kid they got in net that's playing pretty well? It's Devin Levi. Uh, he played tonight, so I imagine you'll either see our boy Ukapeka Lukanen or Craig Anderson or Eric Comrie, whoever the hell else they got in net there in Buffalo. And uh, they've definitely not been playing as well as Levi. Uh, and then New Jersey, they got a little bit to play for here, man. That Metro, what's going on in the Metro right now? They're still pushing in the hunt for first place. I think the Devils come out here, man. Uh, I'll take the Devils on the puck line here with a, with a bit of a burnt out Buffalo team. Give me them plus 125 or maybe even in regulation. It's probably sitting at like minus 135-ish, minus 140. Uh, as far as over-under goes in this game, hell, I don't know. Buffalo's going to be a little worn down, but they got some guys that can put the biscuit in the basket. Seven goals? I'll go for the over. Let's have some fun here on a, well, it's on a Tuesday. Let's give me the over seven. Yeah, I came into this full transparency. I had the Sabres as my dog for this show. I, st- I still might stick with them. I think plus 170 is a good price, but like there, there's nothing nothing to back that up. The Devils are, are back at home now. Final home game of the regular season. Obviously, they have the playoffs to, to play for, but their last few home games, 8-1 over Columbus, 5-1 over Pittsburgh, 2-1 against the Rangers, 5-3 against Ottawa. They, they won four in a row. Uh, I had two days off here. Sabres, tough, tough schedule spot where it's back-to-back. I know just from... Madison Square Garden down to Newark isn't, isn't far at all, but tough spot for them. But I, I can't lay minus 200 with the Devils. I, I, I don't mind that puck puck line play at plus 125. Could could easily see see a blowout here for, for the Devils. But uh, as far as this price is concerned, I just think the Sabres have, have something in them where they'd be able to be a little bit pesky. So give me the Sabres plus 170, and I would lean to the over as well. Why the hell not? Hell yeah. Sabres are still somehow alive for the playoffs here uh, with the win against the Rangers and the Panthers dropping a point. Islanders losing in regulation. Uh, they are four points back of the aisles with uh, two games in hand. So it's definitely feasible there. Um, and then the Penguins, of course, uh, yeah, they're, they're three points ahead with one game played uh, more than the Sabres. So, yeah, the, the, the Sabres still in it, but they're, they're running on fumes right now. Yeah. You like the way that they're they're fighting hard, right to the death. But I, I think that this is a, just a bridge too far against Devils team, who should be able to capitalize on their their weak ass defense and uh, the fact that they're playing there. That's their goalie. We, we can say now, given the fact that Levi has played uh, excellently for the most part, unlike that aforementioned seven uh, six game against the the Red Wings. Um, but uh, otherwise, he's he's been all right. Looking in, of course, is good too. 
relative to Sable's, Sabre's goaltending historically, at least since the, the Dominator was around. Um, what about Ryan but, Miller? Uh, okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, you're on. right. He, he uh, was there for a while. Yeah, okay, he's American, though. Come on. <laughs> we don't care <laughs> about enough. them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think this will be a high-scoring game. It could be a wild one. The Devils should be able to capitalize on Sabres' um, lack of structure as Devils can, uh, can skate with the best of them and, and they got the skill to to match it. So I like this to be a high-scoring game with the Devils scoring uh, three-plus goals. I'm going with the Devils team total here, but uh, I could easily see this being like a 5-4 Sabres win because, uh, yeah, I, I expect goals in this matchup, especially given the fact that the Sabres are playing on that back-to-back and they're, they're running on a bit of fumes. So... Their defense, which is um, mediocre at the best of times, uh, might be a little bit more tired. So, yeah, give me goals in this one. Give me the Devils to edge it out. Uh, okay, <laughs> my bad. Uh, moving down to these 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Washington Capitals. We got the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston at the Gardens. Washington on the money line sitting at plus 215. Boston on the money line at minus 255. Big home favorites for the Bees here. Uh, Boston on the puck line sitting at minus 110. Over-unders at 6. Overpaid on minus 105. The under minus 115 here. Uh, I, how do you not like the Bruins here, man? They're the best fucking team in the world. They're the best team in the history of the NHL in the regular season. Just beat that record. That's pretty cool. Uh, Washington is on the second night of a back-to-back. They just picked up a pretty big win against the Islanders there, man. 5-2. I guess not really a big win for the Caps, but a big loss for the Islanders. Uh, so yeah, I don't think they're going to be bringing it here. Boston's unreal, dude. At home, they're sick. I think they're currently on a six-game uh, winning streak. Um, so yeah, give me the Bs. Uh, regulation, that's probably a lot of juice. I guess you got to take them on the puck line or maybe a team total here. Uh, then as far as over-under goes, uh, caps are firing today, man. Would they get five or six goals today? I don't see why they couldn't pop in one or two here, but I don't think so. Give me the under six in this game at minus 115. Yeah, this is a game here where I think about the Bruins. I, I could see them resting a bunch of guys, but like you said, Capitals on a back-to-back coming off. They got up for that Islanders game. They want to play spoiler, but there's nothing to play spoiler about here. Uh, it's going to be Charlie Lindgren for them. It was a safe percentage under 900. And no matter if it's Allmark or Swayman, they're both much better than that. So, yeah, give me the Bruins here. I have them in a uh, parlay with the Hurricanes, who we'll talk about next year. I have, I have that as a parlay there, but I'm not sure what regulation is. Puck line minus 110. That probably would be how I'd bet this game individually if I had to. It would be Boston puck line. I know that's that's tough because they don't win many games by more than one goal. So um, maybe look at a Boston team total, but Boston as a parlay piece is is what I'm going with. I'd be lying to the listener if I said I had one clue what's going to happen in this game, and uh, <laughs> it, it's impossible. It's like the NBA with with the Bruins now, the the, the resting guys willy nilly. Um, you just can't bet this without knowing the without the uh, information about the lineups. I mean, uh, if anything, I, I would take the Capitals, just knowing that the Bruins aren't going to be playing their full strength squad. So yeah, I guess if anything, I would lean that way. Total, who gives a fuck? I don't. <laughs> so uh, classic pass game, man. <laughs> All right, moving to the seven. Who gives a fuck? Uh, moving to the seven p.m. time slot here. We got the Detroit Red Wings against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina. Both teams currently on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, Detroit on the money line sitting at plus two hundred. Carolina on the money line at minus two forty. Uh, Carolina on the puck line at minus one ten. Over unders at six. Over paying off minus one hundred five. The under minus one fifteen here. Uh, 
Detroit just got their absolute wheels blown off them by Dallas, rightfully so here. Carolina has a lot to play for in this game. Like we were talking about, they're still pushing for that first place seed in Metropolitan. Uh, currently do hold it, but still, it's pretty tight there, man, between them, the Rangers, and the Devils here. So you can only expect them to come out swinging. Who played for the Canes today? Was it Anderson? It was Freddie. It's Freddy, so we'll probably see Anti Ranta tomorrow. Uh, serviceable backup, man. I mean, you're facing the Red Wings. Don't overthink this one. Take the Canes. Um, now, how do you do it? Regulation probably isn't paying off too much. I, mean, I don't even know what that'd be sitting at, like minus 160 or something. Probably a little bit too much juice. But uh, the puck line I don't hate. We just saw Detroit give up six to Dallas. So, you know, I, I can see them losing by two here. Uh, hopefully Carolina can get it done as far as over-under goes in this game. I do not love a side on this one. Maybe the over six and minus one oh five with Ransa in that and uh and Detroit just being tired. Yeah, you gotta go with Carolina here. I just said I have them parlayed with the Bruins here, but this is even even more. Only minus two forty. An absolute must win game for them if they wanna keep pace for, for the division. I mean if they win out, they win it. So they have to get big two big points here. Red Wings lost what, six one tonight? Uh, 5-1 last game, 7-6 Buffalo game before that. So, uh, yeah, I see Carolina taking this one maybe on the puck line, minus 110. I think Carolina might be able to get a 4-1, 5-1 type of win against a Detroit team that, you know, they could still move down the standings a bit. They're still uh, close there with the Canucks right behind them, the Caps right behind them. So every point matters. Every every ping-pong ball matters. So I think the uh, the Carolina takes this one rather easily. So uh, money line for for a parlay, or even if you if you don't mind mind uh, laying minus two forty, I would play that. Wings have uh, given up uh, once again at the right time of year. I guess uh, smart organization in terms of um, resting players and uh, just uh, not inspiring confidence in their team late in the season or whatever they're doing. What kind of black magic Steve Weisman is responsible for? So, uh, yeah, the Red Wings are clearly on the tank, ready to go golfing. Hurricanes, meanwhile, need to get some momentum going, much like the Lightning, where they uh, have, have lost a few games that they, they should have won. So, yeah, this 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 is a game that the, the Hurricanes, um, they should win, and then they, they really want to win. So uh, I'm, I'm more confident here, definitely, than the, the Bruins against the Caps uh, in terms of the motivation. So, yeah, Hurricanes, I guess, in regulation would, would be the bet. Um yeah, no, no idea about the total though. All right, um, not going for the underdog in that one. You can always go for the underdog at Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a great place to get down on fantasy and player props all year long. Underdog Fantasy has your favorite NBA, NHL, and MLB daily games. They're doing be- already doing best ball drafts for the 2023 NFL season and some NHL playoff best ball drafts. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use promo code SGPN. For 100% deposit bonus up to $100, that's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, here, moving down to the 7.30 p.m. time slot. So many of these games suck, man. We got the Chicago Blackhawks against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Pittsburgh here. Chicago on the money line, sitting at plus 340. Pittsburgh on the money line, minus 435. Massive home favorites with the Pens. Penguins on the puck line at minus 175. The over-under is a 6.5, over at plus 100. The under, minus 120. I can't. I can't do it. I can't bet the Penguins minus 435. I can't bet the Penguins on the puck line minus 175. I know they have a lot to play for in this game here. Uh, they're pushing for that last playoff wildcard spot here out in the East. Uh, they're only one point out, man, but I just I, I can't do it. 
Okay, so give me give me Chicago plus three fifty on the money line here. Uh, maybe we see some heartbreaks in this game. I'm trying to find a reason to bet Chicago, but I, I I'm not. I'm just more so fading the Penguins in this game here. As far as over under goes, I'm expecting to see a couple goals here, man. Six and a half plus one hundred. This is a dog game, boys. Give me the Chicago on the money line dogs, and give me the over dog at plus one hundred. Yeah, this one's tough because you really do want to take the Blackhawks here at plus three fifty and. If you bet it, you do, but they're on a back-to-back. They are 1-11-1 on uh, 13 <laughs> back-to-backs so far this season. The good news is, though, there are 1-3 after a win, and they're currently beating the Wild 2-1. Looks like they're enjoying playing spoiler a little bit. They beat the uh, Flames uh, last week. So the Penguins are just shitting all over themselves here. Uh, I don't see why they're minus 435. They, they do have to win out against the Blackhawks and Blue Jackets to get into the playoffs, but you never know what's going to happen with this team, especially with uh, Tristan Jari in net. So, yeah, give me the uh, Blackhawks money line plus 350. Blackhawks plus one and a half has to be uh, plus 150 here. That's not bad. Plus two and a half minus 115. That's probably what I, I take. I love plus, that. That's the play. Plus right two there. and a half minus 115. And Chicago should, should keep it close enough. I, I can't see Pittsburgh blowing them out. You guys are nuts. Uh, Penguins are going <laughs> to win this game by margin. Three, four goals at least. But we'll do the minus one and a half, minus 175. Play a little safe. Uh, obviously, the line is accounted for the fact that the Penguins need this game like blood, whereas the Blackhawks are uh, total shit. Um, yeah, Blackhawks are in the middle of a divisional game here. Uh, Jonathan Taves could be a second last game with the Penguins or the Blackhawks at home. So uh, this is a massive letdown spot. Like, they're not going to give a fuck about going to Pittsburgh to play the Penguins, whereas <laughs> the Penguins need this game. Yeah, the Penguins are going to blow them out here. I have no doubt about that. Uh, no play on the total once again. Um, if anything, I, I would lean to the under. I could see like a 5-1 Penguins win. But once again, I, I got nothing strong about that. But uh, I'm pretty strong on the Penguins winning this game. <laughs> you're not going to trust in Peter Morazic or what? I'm on the Blackhawks tonight, okay? So uh, hopefully they, <laughs> they win this game and then get shelled by the Pens here. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, moving down to the NFL time slot here. Uh, a little bit of a better game here. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the Minnesota Wild. Game itself is in Minnesota. Uh, Winnipeg on the money line, sitting at plus 105. Minnesota on the money line at minus 125. Over under is a 5.5. Over paid off minus 120. The under plus 100 here. Uh, both teams are currently playing tonight. I think Winnipeg, yeah, they beat the wheels off the Sharks here. Uh, Hellebuck started in that game, and then uh, Julie just starts on Chicago is currently up on Minnesota. 2-1 at the time of recording with Gustafson in net. Um, I don't know. Like, Minnesota's the better team here. Still technically a chance that they they win the Central. I think at this that's not going to happen. Let's face it. Colorado's going to take it. At this point, they're just kind of lobbying for uh, for home ice. I don't even think that might be in range here with the way Dallas has been playing. Uh, but, yeah, they're going to come out here. They're going to come out playing. And the Winnipeg, from their point of view, they're kind of holding off that last card in the wild part or last seat in the wild card spot here. Uh, they're currently three points above Calgary. Um they should be good. They should be able to make it in, but still two games left on the schedule. You want to come out swinging hard. I'm liking Minnesota, man. This team's been good to me this year. So give me the wild on the money line, minus 125. Uh, Flurry is a way better of a backup than uh, David Riddick. Although you have seen Hellebuck play two nights in a row in back-to-backs before, so I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Minnesota. I think Caprizov's back as well. Maybe I saw, I think I saw that somewhere. So uh, yeah, I'll go with the wild minus 125 at home here. And as far as over-under goes... 
backups, potential backups in net. Give me the over five and a half minus 120. I'll be all over that. Yeah, this is the the one of the better games on the slate. The games are are getting better here as we move out move out west with Winnipeg. Looks looks like they'll be able to a win here secures a playoff spot for them, so they'll be able to avoid that that uh, embarrassing collapse after tonight's win. I'd probably lean their way plus 105. Wild do have Kaprizov back, but they have a, a bunch of questionable guys here: Zuccarello, Dumba, Brodin, Spurgeon, Kaprizov, even Sunquist. Uh, Eric's neck is out indefinitely, so. Jets are, are mostly healthy. It, it is a border crossing game for them. Minnesota does also have to travel from Chicago, but the Jets game's over and and Wilder in the second period, second intermission in Chicago. So travel was pretty much a wash there. Flurry is better than, than uh, big save Dave. Uh, just a, a lean to the Jets here for that reason, plus 105. But I, I would lean to the under five and a half plus 100 as well. Two tired teams. Uh, Flurry is a, a good backup. Big save, Dave, is is decent enough. And on uh, no day's rest, the under is 9-2 and two in Jets games, 4-7 and seven in wild games. So no strong play here for me. I have no bets as of now, but I do lean to both plus money options. Uh, give me the wild here, minus 125. I don't, I don't think the Jets can uh, come down south of the border like this and beat a fiercely competitive team like the wild. The Jets just managed to fall on their faces time and time again. Meanwhile, the Wild uh, do tend to play up to the, these kinds of teams, and and yeah, they're they're still fighting for uh, positioning themselves in the Central Division. Although I think they need a win here to do anything uh, in terms of moving up. But uh, if they do, then uh, yeah, they've got they got more to play for, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's it's not much of a once again not much of a strong play for me either. I agree with Talon though in terms of the over five and a half minus one twenty, just uh, with the goaltending. Uh, you know, it's a divisional game. Both teams might be preparing for the playoffs and all that in terms of working on their, their defense and keeping discipline. But uh, all, that, all that said, uh, I think that we could, we could see goals in this one with uh, two weaker goalies and whatnot. And uh, the, the Jets are finding their offense a little bit too lately. I mean, uh, they, they did score six on the Sharks, but uh, it is the Sharks. Uh, the Wild are a little bit better than them. But, uh, yeah, if I had to play anything in this game, I would take the over. Tell me Wheeler got one tonight. I'm looking right now. He did not. This guy has gone like 25 <laughs> games without a fucking goal. Holy shit. Uh, he's making like 9 mil a year. That's insane. Um, okay. Uh, moving down to the 9.30 p.m. time. So we got the Edmonton Oilers against the Colorado Avalanche. Probably the best game on the docket here. Game itself is in Colorado. Uh, Edmonton on the money line at minus 120. Colorado on the money line at plus 100. The over-unders is 6.5. Overpaying off minus 135. The under plus 115. Mr. Meyer. What's going on? The Avs gonna fucking get this done for you or what? I don't think so. Oh. Um, there's just there's, there's there's more injury concerns by the day. Makar is 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 positive, but it uh, looks like he's just gonna be back for the playoffs, so not for the last few games of the regular season. Bowen Byram has an illness apparently on the weekend. I don't know if he'll be uh, ready for this one. Avalanche, this is their uh, third game in, in uh, four days, I guess. Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday. Yeah, that's four days. Oilers, meanwhile, have been uh, resting for a couple of days, so they had uh, the advantage there, and uh, I'm sure they moved to Denver uh, um, before the Avalanche got back from their game against the Ducks. Anyway, or at least uh, you would think so, but but who knows with these with these uh, these late games? Maybe they just wanted to rest at home for a bit. I don't know. I, I didn't pay attention to that stuff. That's what you need those uh, beat writers for, to, and uh, to get those little uh, little tidbits with that intel. Um, but uh, yeah, give me the Oilers here minus 120. They they, they 
they're the rest of the team. They're the better team, healthier team for sure. Avalanche are, uh, yeah, missing a whole bunch of guys. You know, Josh Manson's not going to be ready for a bit. Darren Helm's career might be done. Not that he moves the needle at all, but still. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, the Oilers are just, just a fucking wagon. Like, they've only lost, like, two games since getting Ekholm. So, uh, yeah, why not, why not keep them rolling with them? Of course, a uh, bit of a playoff revenge game, too, for the for the Oils. So, uh, yeah, I would take the Oilers here, minus 120. I also like the over, though. Uh, I do think that the the boys open it up for this one. I don't think there'll be too much uh, playoff hockey, playoff intensity exactly. Uh, it'll be more of a shoot 'em up game with, with both uh, teams just um, – more or less coasting on only Avalanche still need the division. Oilers have a chance to win their division, but still, I don't think that it's going to be a, a tight affair. With it, with this much firepower, I think that, that we'll see some goals. Even though the Oilers' uh, defense is, is much better since uh, acquiring Ekholm and Skinner's playing out of his mind, too. So that that's the concern for the over, but but still, I, I think that the uh, we could see seven goals in this one. Yeah, I love the Oilers here at only minus 120. They're 16-2-1 and one since since March 1st. They've won, what, seven seven games in a row here at scoring teams 32-11, to 11, only allowed <laughs> three goals in their past five games. Granted, three of them were against – three games were against the Ducks and, and the Sharks, but they're, they're playing well at the right time now, and I think they can go into Colorado and, and get this done. So I like them here, minus 120. I'm going against the grain, though, on the under 6.5, plus 115. I could see this being a playoff-like atmosphere. This could very well be a, a Western Conference final preview. Avs do still need to uh, play for the top spot in the division, as do the Oilers, especially with uh, Vegas in Seattle, uh, played in Seattle tomorrow night. So I think both these teams have a lot to play for. I think Edmonton is is a different type of team now with Ekholm and with with solid goaltending. I could see a back-and-forth battle between uh, Skinner and Gorgiev. So give me the under 6.5, plus money, plus 115. But I do like the Oilers at minus 120. Um, yeah, I'll jump right on the Oilers with you guys at this point. I think Jolie touched on something that's really important in this game when uh, describing both teams. He talked as Edmonton is more rested. Uh, I think you said Cal- or Colorado played, what, three games in the past four nights or something like that, you said. Um, so I feel like that comes into play a lot here. And then Ryan touched on it too, but Edmonton's just been peaking at the right time of the year, and sometimes that's what it takes, uh, especially for a team as strong as the Oilers. Man, that acquisition of Buck and Equum, that's unreal. They killed it at the deadline here. Uh, 300-point getters on their roster with Nugent Hawkins, Dreisaitl, and McDavid. Uh, that's absolutely sick, man. So I love this team right here at minus 120. I think there's definitely some value. Uh, and then, yeah, the over 6.5. Are you kidding me? Uh, so we saw this game, what, like end of February? It was like a 6-5 final or something like that uh so yeah you got to go with the over here man even though skinner's been playing well and i do like gorgiev but uh i think uh, i think we're gonna see a lot of firepower in this game man okay moving to the 10 p.m time slot here we got the seattle cracking against the vegas golden knights game itself is in vegas uh seattle on the money line sitting at plus 135 vegas on the money line at minus 155 at home uh the over unders at six over paying off minus 120 the under plus 100 right guy what do you got here bud yeah, I like Vegas here at uh, minus 155 at home. Uh, Seattle is on a back-to-back right now. First intermission down one nothing in Arizona. They just clinched the playoff spot. They're feeling good. One of most of their recent games. But, you know, Vegas is still looking to uh, to lock up that top spot in the Pacific. They're two points ahead of Edmonton with the with, uh, same amount of games played. So this is a big spot for them. They have the rest advantage. So I like them here at home at minus 155. Uh, for the total, um, probably lean to the to the over six at minus 120. It'll be, I think, 
Jones. I'm not sure who started tonight. Grubauer Jones. They're, they're the same same person pretty much for them. <laughs> and then uh, Brassois for for the Knights, who has been been playing better. So maybe maybe don't go too heavy on the over. But I, I do love the Knights here at minus one fifty five. Thought that Shea Theodore would turn for the game against uh, who did they play? The Kings or something on Saturday? Uh, none of the stars. The freaking oh, that was a bad result for me. Um, in terms of both teams getting points and, and the, the last futures I'm sweating. Uh, but at least the Red Wings lost today, so uh, got that under, thankfully. Uh, but yeah, for this one, uh, we see, we'll see if Shea Theodore comes back for it. Uh, he should get some, some runway leading up to the playoffs and getting ready and fit for the meaningful hockey. But yeah, minus 155, I think, is a, is a good bet here. The Knights are playing better even without their uh, couple of key players. But, uh, yeah, the Kraken, of course, playing in the uh, in uh, Mount Doom tonight against the, the Coyotes. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and they have to go all the way up to Vegas. I know it's uh, it's fortunate sometimes when you when you get the only uh, the, the night before going into Vegas there. You don't get these guys a chance to hit the slots, hit the – Hit the clubs and whatnot, and all the other amenities that they might want to partake in. Um, so yeah, that's an advantage, I guess, uh, negates some of the Vegas home ice. But uh, still, minus one fifty-five, I think, is a decent number for Vegas. Uh, both teams should be competitive here. But once again, I mean, uh, the Kraken are pretty much locked up their spot. So uh, yeah, I mean, this is another motivational area where I think the Knights are going to be more motivated. Whereas uh, the Kraken are. Pretty much locked into the seventh spot, so give me Vegas, I guess. Shea Theodore has been rolled out. I, I, I forgot Eichel's out, too, so that, that that's kind of tough for them. Hmm. Oh, okay. Nice. Well, in that case, that explains this line a little bit better, but uh, yeah, fuck pass. <laughs> um, if I had to pick a side, I don't hate Seattle. Vegas has been playing really well lately. I know that we just talked about them being injured and shit. Um, they have strung off a couple wins here, but Seattle four game winning streak. Obviously, they're losing right now against Arizona. They can come back and win that. I know they just clinched. Maybe they don't have a lot to play for, but like this isn't like a this isn't like a Boston team, like a Tampa Bay team, where like yeah, you can afford to let off the gas and just kind of coast your way into playoffs, right? Like I look at these guys, just a bunch of grit fucking grinders, and you know they're going to be grit grinding all the way through here, man. So I love them in this game for that matter. Uh, unreal road record too this year, twenty five ten and four. Um, one thing I do kind of like though, I think, let me just, let me just double check. I don't want to say something stupid here. Yeah. Okay. Five of the past seven nights games have gone to a shootout or overtime. So I'm thinking there might be a little bit of a value on the tie here at boys. So fire up the tie. Give me Seattle on the money line and give me the over six of minus 120 in this game. Just cause magic hands, Martin Jones is in that. And if it's fucking Larry Brassois. I don't know. So give me the over, give me the tie, and give me Seattle. Larry Brassois. Larry Brassois. Laurent, but I'm calling him Larry. Uh, okay. All right. Moving to the 10 p.m. time slide here. Last game on the docket. Bit of a stinker. We got the Vancouver Canucks against the Anaheim Ducks. At least they rhyme, though. That's kind of fun. Game itself is in Anaheim. Vancouver on the money line sitting at minus 145. Anaheim on the money line at plus 125. The over-unders at six and a half here. Uh, both over-under paying off minus 110. Uh, Vancouver is playing tonight. So they're currently in the second night of a back-to-back. They have the Kings. It's currently uh, 0-0 in the first. Uh, I don't know why that matters to anybody right now, but fuck it. Uh, give me the Canucks, dude. Like this, this Anaheim team, what do they do? They've lost 11 in a row. Uh, they're a bad team. They're trying to be bad. 
Um, so yeah, and then the Knights, or sorry, the Canucks, I guess, they're just one of those teams where they're doing the bullshit, oh, we're winning these games to prove that we'll be good next year, building a culture, that's a crock of shit too. Uh, but yeah, they gotta be better than the Ducks, and if you're gonna give me them a minus 145, I'll take them. Who's the backup in Vancouver? Delia? Delia. Colin Delia. Uh, uh, Alright, whatever. Delia, we trust. Uh, give me the old... I don't know, actually. I don't think... Big, well, Anaheim hasn't been scoring goals lately. Give me the under six and a half minus one ten here. Yeah, this game is interesting because they both do need to lose. And and if you watch that that Ducks game on, on Sunday against the Avs, especially late in the game, like it looked like they were just taking penalties and just waiting for the Avs to score, which did did benefit them. They did end up getting a point in overtime. But I think I think Vancouver is the way to go here. Uh, minus one forty five seems fine. They should also also lose, but they do ha- have much more talent than Anaheim. Uh, injury list is long, but doesn't have any any key guys on there. Still have Pedersen, Hughes, Besser, uh, JT Miller, all those guys. You know, Anaheim has Troy Terry's back questionable. John Gibson's questionable. So, yeah, got to go Vancouver here, minus 145. I would lean to the over 6.5 at minus 110. Just could see both teams playing a bunch of open pond hockey here. So, yeah, the over 6.5 and and the uh, Canucks here. I don't see how the Canucks lose this game. Obviously, it's another motivational spot. Like, what do the Canucks have to play for? What do the Ducks have to play for? But like I said, Ducks losing 11 in a row is a signal. A signal that they've given up on the season. And uh, that. Yeah, they were competitive against the the Avs there on Sunday, but uh, I don't think that they can uh, match that intensity two games in a row, especially when they got the Kings on deck for their their uh, home. I guess it would be the last game of the season and their home uh, home closer. How do you say it's the home opener and then the the home closer? Uh, so this game means less than that one. Um, so yeah, give me the Canucks here. They're they're gonna wipe the floor with the Ducks. Uh, yeah, and uh, you ever seen a dog fight an orca? Fuck no. I mean, uh, no. They'll, they'll, they'll <laughs> eat him up before you even uh, see it happen. Uh, yeah, it's, no. it's, he's done. He's done. If a duck ever tries to go in the ocean, yeah, he's done. So, yeah, give me the Canucks here. They're going to win by margin two goals plus, no doubter. Uh, let's fucking go. Absolutely love it. Quick little amendment here. Uh, Delia is playing tonight right now, so we will see. Even Delia. better. He oh, is yeah. confirmed for this game. Um, okay, uh, that pretty much wraps it up here, boys. One quick thing I wanted to touch on, though, that I meant to say earlier, but I forgot. You guys might have touched on it in one of your other shows. If you did, just let me know. Did you guys talk about Pasternak? No. Always. Okay. David, <laughs> this guy is not getting his cookies right now. David Pasternak just hit the 60-goal marker this year. I know McDavid already did it this year, but this is a fucking absolutely incredible feat. More people need to be talking about this. The fact that we have two 60-goal seasons in one year is absolutely insane. The fact that we have three 60-goal seasons in the past two years is nuts. We haven't seen one since 2011-2012 with Steven Stamkos. And now that we got Matthews, McDavid, and Pasternak all doing it within one calendar year of each other, that's awesome, man. It's good for the league. It's good to see goals, and it's good to see superstars being superstars on superstar teams. Imagine paying Panarin more than pasta. Oh, my God. Insane. <laughs> Insane, yo. After pasta's raised next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like giving his cookies. Ryan, any thoughts on that or what? No, I, I mean, absolutely. He sh- I think he should be in the Hart Trophy race, obviously, against McDavid. You don't really have a chance. But 60 goals, 109 points. It's just it, watch out for him for the uh, Conn Smythe. Hell, yeah, man. That, that's a great point. Too. If they go on a run, he's probably going to be the one to get it. So, 
Uh, all right, boys, we're going to move into our lock dogs and totals here. Uh, current standings, Ryan's in first place. He's 69 and 55 on the year. He's up 15.28 units, absolutely killing it. Uh, Jolie's 67 and 57. He's up 10.56 units. He's killing it too. I fucking suck. 64 and 60, down 0.25 units. But that doesn't matter because collectively as a show, these boys are killing it. They're carrying 200 and 175, up 25.59 units. We're going to finish strong. Don't cut us or, short. Wait, 272. What did I say? 271.79? You're saying five of them. I'm tired, bro. 271.72. Up 25.59 units. So absolutely positive year for us. Absolutely killing it. You guys are doing some work here. Uh, okay, Jolie, kick us off here, bud. Uh, you, you deserve some credit, too. I mean, you're not bringing the show down like uh, someone else the last year, right? Yeah, you know, you very just, true. Uh, very don't, true. Fair don't be an anchor, man. You're not. Um, it, fuck yeah. Uh, my lock will be the Lightning minus 120. Absolutely dumb shit bet because uh, we don't know what the fuck's going to go on in this game. But uh, <laughs> I can't see anything else on the board. So, uh, yeah, give me the Lightning. Dog, Canucks minus one and a half. Uh, yeah, fuck the Ducks. This should be my lock, actually. I think that this is... Uh, more of a certainty than the Lightning winning, but I'll leave it as is. Total Devils team total over three and a half, minus 160. I think this could be a wild one, and the Devils should be able to capitalize on the Sabres' lack of defense. And uh, yeah, that this one should be uh, should be a fun one to watch, that's for sure. And my lock is the Golden Knights, minus 155 against the Seattle Kraken. Home game, uh, rest advantage there, so I think they could that done. My dog, don't love him here, but the Sabres plus 170 at the New Jersey Devils. Devils last home game, so hopefully the Sabres can spoil it a bit and uh, keep their slim playoff hopes alive. And then my total is Blue Jackets Flyers over 6.5, minus 125. Just see an open game here between two uh, pretty bad teams. All right, for myself, for my lock, Vancouver Moneyline versus Anaheim at minus 145. We just talked about this. Love it even more now that we know the Demco is confirmed for this game. Uh, for my dog... Toronto Maple Leafs in regulation, plus 170 against Tampa Bay Lightning. We're going to ride with whatever fucking OHL goalie that they give an ATO to here, and hopefully they start. Um, bets like this are probably why I'm sitting around the even Steven marker. Anyways, then my total Colorado Edmonton over six and a half minus one thirty five. I think we're going to see, uh, I think we're going to see the C's part and fucking pucks go flying in the net here, man. So, uh, over six and a half minus one thirty five here for Colorado Edmonton. Uh, okay, boys consensus plays. What do we got? Yeah, not not too many because it's, it's, it's a pretty bad slate. A lot of past games here. But Blue Jackets, Flyers, over 6.5, minus 125. We at least all leaned that way. Uh, Oilers, minus 120. And then Canucks, minus 145. All right. Just a couple. That's probably like the least amount we've had all year, right? But it yeah. is a shit slate. So Yeah. Last show with uh, all three so of I us. I passed we, on freaking everything. Yeah, <laughs> la- last show with all three of us, we were uh, three and four. Minus 1.65 units. And then last show with uh, Joel and I, we were four and two plus 1.65 units. So we are break even here if we continue to, to, tr- to track Steven, this. theme of the show. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Nothing wrong with that. If we all pass on a game, does that count as like a, a collective bet or what? Yeah, just don't fucking bet it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't That's lose the best bet the ones you don't make. There you go. <laughs> 
All right, everybody, that wraps it up. Everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast uh, Network website. That's the place to be, man. Uh, tons of shit going on there. Uh, tons of great articles. Go check out the articles, man. Everybody's killing it. All the sports. We got hockey. We got basketball. Those playoffs for those two leagues are going to be right around the court. I can't believe how fast it's went. Uh, there's soccer, I imagine, somewhere. We never talk about soccer, but I imagine somebody on the oh, network does. Champions League's coming up, baby. Manchester City, Tuesday. Actually, yeah, uh, today when you're listening to this. All right. Well, there you go. I guess it's a big day for soccer. Uh, baseball is doing its thing. Shout out Ryan's uh, Baseball Money is Fake Podcast. Those boys are absolutely killing it. Him and Blake's. So be sure to listen to that. Uh, tons of other good stuff on the network, man. Read the articles. Listen to the shows. Support the network, yo. You know, we have a lot of fun doing it, but we put effort into it, too, yo. So give us all some love. Give us some cookies like we give Pasternak his cookies. Uh, everybody from Boston, don't be mad at me. Uh, and shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord, baby. Good to see everybody in the Discord. We got lots of people in there. People are posting pictures and getting memes shadow Bayesian wings there's a bunch of shit everybody's having a good time we got a good support system everybody's making lots of money baby so uh shout out to everybody in the discord shout out the mpo boys and uh keep it kicking baby shout out to all of our friends discord's always a blast there and give it give us some cookies too with a uh, five-star rating and review on apple podcast or spotify or you know just subscribe turn on that auto, auto download anything helps uh, you can get to sg.pn slash hockey for Apple and sg.pn slash hockey s for Spotify. And then follow us on Twitter as well at hockey sgpn. I'm hoping I can get that more going more uh, as the playoffs. All right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. You can also find me Googling how to say I want 17 beers in Portuguese, baby. I'm going to be that obnoxious, drunk Canadian walking around there just looking fucking dumb. Let's go. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and you'll find me praying that this season ends as soon as possible. I'm uh, limping towards the finish line, but uh, <laughs> fucking right. Playoffs around the corner are going to be a hell of a run, especially in the East. It's uh, Yeah, man, let's fucking go uh, and have fun in Portugal town. Thank you, gentlemen. Cheers, boys. Peace.